You're listening to the unlearned, challenging everything you thought you knew about God. chapter. I don't know if this is the final chapter or just a pause in this particular series, but I do know that I've tried to do what daddy told me to do. Last year this time I was in rehab after contracting COVID and almost died while on a ventilator for three days. And it was during those three days that I encountered an angel in the form of a nurse which told me that I was going to be okay. It was also during that time that Daddy Abba said to me, tell whoever will listen to unlearn everything that they thought they knew about me and learn about me all over again. And I've tried to do that to the best of my ability without criticism or condemnation. After all, who am I? I'm just like you. I've tried to let you know that God loves you no matter what and that he will make sure that you accomplish everything that you've been preordained to accomplish before you were ever born. He told Jeremiah, before you even formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Guess what? He knew you too. I tried to explain that a lot of the things that I've been doing have been based on work and not grace. And although we should strive to be the best that we can be, it's the work of Jesus Christ on the cross and his resurrection that justifies us and makes us the righteousness of God in Christ. We had nothing to do with it. The bragging belongs to Jesus. How dare we stick our nose up at people that we deem lesser than us? The only difference between a saint and a sinner is that one believes what Jesus did, the other one doesn't. And if you're one of those that believes in what Jesus did for you, you belong to him. If you do right, you belong to him. If you do wrong, you still belong to him. Philippians 1 and 6 says it best. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He began the work and he will complete it. It's about him not us. More than anything, I pray that this series will cause you to get to know God for yourself on an intimate level, one-on-one. -on -one. When you do that, an unshakable trust in him will develop that no one can take away. You'll learn to trust him through the ups and downs of life. Even though you don't understand what's going on, you'll hold on and still believe that the best is yet to come. We are so used to working that we don't know how to rest or relax. We have to learn how to rest. There's a scripture that says, labor therein to enter into that rest. You have to learn how to rest in him, knowing that he has you, all of you. He always has, and he always will. I want to leave you with this truth from Romans 8. I love this translation, I think it's the message that says, so what do you think? 
with God on our side like this, how can we lose? If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, is there anything else that he wouldn't gladly or freely do for us? And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? Who would dare even to point a finger? The one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for us. Do you think that anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There's no way. No trouble, no hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in scripture. They kill us in cold blood because they hate you. We're sitting ducks, they pick us off one by one. But none of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Let that be what consumes your thought life. God is crazy about you.